whenever I'm introduced as founding pastor, it's so, it's so surreal for Rachel and I to think about something like this started out of our little closet. Um, it's, hard to, uh, it's hard to imagine. And today, um, I hope you don't have a whole lot of anticipation for you know, this founding pastor that's going to come up and drop some theological bomb on you. Uh, it might happen, uh, but, but typically when you give the founding pastor this early in the service on a Sunday morning, the microphone, and he moves the stand up and puts his notes and his Bible out, um, people start getting a little bit nervous. Probably Blake is one of those. You know, when you're trying to do some unconventional things in life, like start a church or be in business for yourself or whatever it might be, just be a great mother in your home, you need, uh, you need people, you need a team, you need community, and you definitely need the right perspective. And finding the right perspective is hard sometimes, right? It's hard to gauge perspective. It's hard to gauge motives. And for many years, uh, my father was the one that helped me gain the right perspective in life. He didn't push me. Uh, he just kind of nudged me a little bit. And in my life, I didn't feel a sense of legalism or a sense of like I had to live up to his standards. It was just like he was in the background. Do you know what it means to have like a ministry of presence in someone's life? Do you have someone like that? See, for me, I didn't realize how valuable that ministry of presence was until I lost my father. Uh, it's about a year ago this time, uh, we had his funeral, and I uh, actually uh, pre uh, preached his funeral here in this church. My dad was a real entrepreneur. He was an initiator, so it was fitting for him that he was the first, uh, first body, first, uh, first pioneer, first, uh, first funeral, whatever you want to say, uh, that was here uh, in a casket. Um, he, would, he would have enjoyed that, um, and, uh, and, and I think... Um, in some ways, uh, it's fitting for his life. And so, uh, Dad knew that I always needed a little bit of help with perspective, I think. And so, like, early on, I remember when I was growing up, uh, it was like, do you remember the first time that you go out? Maybe, maybe some of you played recreational sports. I went out for soccer. And I was so anxious. Man, I, I have a problem with anxiety. Um, and so... I, I, I didn't know exactly what to do. There were so many kids out there. There were so many parents out there. And my dad saw that. And he knew that I needed to change a perspective. So he would take me early. And we'd go on the other side of the field until I got warmed up. Uh, he knew how to calm my anxiety. So he was always looking for ways to help me with my perspective. And then when I graduated college and I came back and I had this great job that had a good salary and nice benefits and it was everything. I mean, this is an awesome company, but no one there trained me. Anybody ever had a job like that? It's supposed to be this great job and you get the job and then people leave you alone for like six months. So I found myself walking the malls for like three hours during lunch trying to make up things for myself to do. That's a great job. My dad saw um, a perspective in my life. He saw a dream in me to have my own business. And so he helped me uh, see that perspective and realize that dream. He saw these things in me that I couldn't see in myself. Um, and when uh, God called Rachel and I to start Christ Community Church, uh, Dad wasn't in the forefront of that conversation. In fact, we were very happy at the church that we were at here in town, and he was very involved with our church. 
And, uh, he, but he saw in me this, this calling, this passion, and he nudged me towards that passion. He helped me to see that perspective that I needed and that um, life was, um, I started really to understand how important perspective is in life towards whatever our worldview is, what we believe about faith. Uh, I started to understand because of the way that he was leading me that, that perspective was, was really important. And so we were uh, sitting in the room at our house, and it was a summer day, um, and there was probably about 20 or 25 people crammed into our family room. And I think a lot of people at that time were still uncertain about their commitment towards this new church or whatever this like cult thing was that was happening out of our house. Everybody was pretty nervous about it. They were unsure of their commitment. And I said to the group, it was in July of 2010, I said, look, I don't know exactly how we're going to do this or what this is going to be, but there's this really cool thing. On 10-10-10, that's a Sunday. What if we started the church? This is as uber spiritual as it was. What if we started the church on 10-10-10 at 10 o'clock? Isn't that awesome? That's about as uber, I mean, from the closet to the family room. Uh, reading Hebrews 13. And then, uh, so that, that, was, uh, that was basically what uh, was kind of like the marker for us. And my dad never said anything the entire time. But he just said, you know, y'all should really try to help Lee with this. That's all he said. He didn't have to say anything else. You know, he said, y'all should try to help Lee with this. You know how meaningful that is for a son to hear his father say that? especially when you're doing something crazy that makes no sense. He had that perspective in my life. And this year, um, I, uh, you know, when, when Dad passed away the, past, the, the last year, we saw him fight through knee and shoulder replacements, cancer, Parkinson's for 10 years, and he ministered to all of us with his ministry of presence, yet again, because he didn't complain. He didn't complain. And in that, he was nudging me towards the right perspective, saying, you know what? This life is not forever. This life, uh, it's, it's tough. Things happen in life that aren't fair. But I'm not going to let it change my attitude or my eternal perspective. You see, Dad had an eternal perspective. That's why he had hope and joy and peace and why he didn't complain. And... In that, I'm in this process of trying to grow spiritually too. Like I'm supposed to be this really cool like church planner guy that's like a missional hipster or something, whatever you want to say. Uh, but, but man, I'm, I'm struggling too. Like I'm trying to find my place. I'm trying to find what God wants me to do. And as we talk about servanthood, I think about my dad's selflessness in that, in this ministry of presence and encouragement and how uh, Christ-like that was. Um, so that, uh, that's been hard to replace, y'all, this past year. Um, if you have somebody that is a presence in your life for that long and is happy to play that role, is content in their identity in Christ, you got something huge. That person that doesn't say anything uh, a whole lot to you, that person that's just there, that person that will call you out, but they'll put their arm around you too. It's perspective that allows that person to do that. So 2013 has been a year of transition uh, for our family, not just because of that, 
It's just a lot of stuff happening, um, business winding down, different involvements that are happening. And I'm the kind of guy that, man, I, I, I like to know what's next. Does any, anybody else like to know what's next? I mean, I need, like, I need a project. I need, um, I need something to do. God's given me all these gifts, and I want to I put them to work. Um, you know, what, what's, what's God want me to do? And I, and I just, about halfway through the year, I lost my perspective. You know, I didn't have my dad to turn to. And that was the first time that I started realizing what I was really grieving about my father was that, that I didn't have that, that foundational person there. But, you know, he, um, he would always point me to Christ, mostly by his actions. And so I found myself searching for perspective without even realizing that perspective is what I was looking for. How many times can you say perspective in one talk? Y'all with me? Anybody ever feel like that? You lost, you're, you're looking for that calling. You thought you took a great job, but you were walking in the malls for three hours. See, I used to think that pride was all about thinking about myself um, in, in grandeur. I used to think that pride was all about that I had this lofty, um, you know, problem of view of who I was and, and what I could do. But I, actually, I learned that pride wasn't that at all for me. Pride for me was I was thinking about myself too much. You ever find yourself thinking about yourself too much? I wanted to know what was next for me. I couldn't get my perspective. I couldn't gauge my motives. And so then I just started asking people, right? You ever do this? Hey, I'm going to ask John Walker what he really thinks of me. I'm not going to ask him because I want to know. I'm going to ask him because I want you to tell me that I'm good, that what I did was great, and that all this history that's happened in my life, what God's used in my life, wasn't that great. And I just want to stay in that for just a minute because I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So I just want to celebrate maybe something that's happened in the past. I don't want to look towards the future. I was thinking of myself too much and it was like I needed God to open up my junk drawer you have a junk drawer in your kitchen or somewhere in your house and all that mess and all that stuff that's disorganized in there I needed him just to open up that drawer and just show me really what what was going on in my life and so I found that through reading uh, again um, scripture I, I just just nothing like it y'all I mean when you can find yourself in scripture and uh, I was in John 6 and 7, and it was like God opened up my perspective and he reminded me what was important. So I, I just, I just want to share with you five quick things. You could see how that could be like a sermon, another hour up here, or I could break it down into five different, you know, a series, or we could spend, okay. <laughs> I, I came up with these five things, and they seem like the same old starting place. John chapter 6 and 7, I put myself in the place of the crowd as Jesus was communicating with them. You know, Jesus doesn't play because he loves us too much. He goes right at our heart. He gauges our motives for us. So the question that we have often isn't the question that we need to be asking. He's happy to give us the answer. It may not be the answer that we want, but it's the answer that we need. Five things. What do I really believe about God? Second thing, what is my end game with whatever I'm doing? Third thing, who is the boss in my life? Fourth thing, what time zone am I operating on? Meaning, am I working underneath my timing or am I willing to work underneath his timing? Five, 
Who gets the credit? Who gets the credit? Those are five simple questions. But you see, I'd lost my perspective because in the beginning, what do I really believe about Jesus? Do I really want a king? Yes, I have Jesus as Savior. And we're going we're to celebrate that today through what we see with baptism because Jesus left his lofty position. He didn't have to do that. He left it for you and I because we're sinful, every one of us. It's about his work and his grace, not about my grace. It's not about my project. It's not about my perspective. It's about a life-changing perspective that he offers. And I, I, don't, I mean, I preached for five years. How could you forget that? What do you believe about God? Do you really want a king? Do you want a boss? This king is not uh, one that it's laborious to follow. Uh, this, is, this is a king of compassion. So we willingly give our hearts and surrender to him. So I'm having to relearn that again. And I'm having to learn that it's on his timing. You know, we get to the end of the year and we feel like we've got to have these goals, right? We've got to have these New Year's resolutions. And I found out that perspective was mo more important than goals. And I just needed to spend time with him. And so that's what I'm in the process of doing. Man, I, um, I, really, uh, I really love what God has done with Christ Community Church. It's, it's been amazing to watch. Um, for the last few years, I've been volunteering mostly in the children's area. Um, and it's been amazing to have a perspective just to see all the new folks that are here today. Many of you who I don't know. So important for us to keep our perspective. So important for us. I'm going to end with this story that kind of, as I begin to process what the right perspective looked like, it's interesting how God will bring things into your life to help you um, sort of get back in tune with where you need to be. And you know what? It's usually not about a place or a thing. It's more about a person. So I was, I was doing my real estate thing. I was working uh, down, and I, uh, down in another town, and I, I saw a guy that I'd done some business before. I hadn't seen him in a while. He looked like he had aged 10 or 15 years. Um, and I could tell that he, he just wasn't well. And he said, he said Lee, man, my, uh, my, my kidneys have, I've, have, I've got kidney failure. And, it, you know, I could, I could go at any minute. And, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm trying to get the right perspective on life. And he presents that to me. And I was, I was really stunned because I hadn't seen him in a while. So, I finished eating my lunch, and I go up, and I find him, and I said, man, how, how's your faith through all this? And he said, I'm not a believer. And I was like, I, I'm supposed to be, like, all about evangelism. I'm supposed to be able to whip it out, you know, right there, like the gospel track and the whole thing. And I was just, like, stunned. And so I just went away, but God didn't leave, like, that didn't leave me. And so the very next day, I was on the completely other side of town, and I walk in this business, and there he is. I was like, Joe, man, it's so good to see you. And I had two or three people around me. We were trying to, I walked in there for another purpose, so it wasn't like I could just, you know, Heisman them and, like, talk to him. But I said, would you just wait just one minute? I'm going to go over. He said, yeah, that's cool. That's cool, Lee. I'll be right here. He goes, and if we don't get together, we'll do it another time. And I was like, oh, no. So... I walked back and I talked and I came out and, and he was gone. And so I've been praying for my friend the last few days and I, um, 
I drove, um, I drove down to his place of business the other day, um, let's see, Friday, just to see if I could run into him, and he wasn't there. What, what's, the, what's the conclusion of this story? Man, I, I don't know what the conclusion of the story is. I just know what God's done in my life. I sat on the front row and watched him change hundreds of people's lives in this town. But all I know is that God has given me, in his graciousness, a better perspective recently. And that perspective is all about that one person, that friend that I told you about. And when I spend my time and my perspective thinking about that one person at a time, I find the rest of things and all these big questions in life start to line up for me. Do I have the answer to the question of what's going to happen in his life? I don't. I don't know. But I do have the answer that God has given me the perspective, and I'm grateful for that. I hope you'll share that perspective with me. Life is tough. That's the same perspective that my father had for so many years, and I'm just grateful that he lived that life so that I could share that with you all this morning as we pray, and we hope that it's uh, helpful to all of you. So um, we're going we're gonna to close this time, this little story time in prayer, and move on with the rest of the gathering. We hope that, um, um, that we can just do this together as, as a community. Would you pray with me? God, it's, uh, it's so difficult for us to think about gauging our own motives, to try to find the right perspective in life. If we're honest, we really don't want a boss. If we're honest, we want to get credit for things. Uh, if we're honest, um, we, we don't know what we believe. We, we doubt a lot. Uh, if we're honest, um, oftentimes we're not willing to put ourselves in an awkward position or an uncomfortable position. Uh, but we know that you did, and we know that you're um, so capable and immeasurably more than we could ever uh, ask or imagine. So, God, would you begin to work in our lives as a people? Would you help us to gain this right perspective? What does it mean to truly not just do service but to be uh, a servant? Uh, what does it mean for one person at a time to just uh, go where you uh, are sending us, God? We're so grateful for today, and we pray in advance for those that are getting baptized. You begin to protect them. You begin to lead them and love on them. Uh, we're so grateful for how you change our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.